Could you drink water today? We know it's not August, but wherever we are, it's always Leo season. This is Colleen. And this is Eileen. And And we we are are the Thirsty Leos. But don't worry, this podcast isn't just about us being Leos. Although it is what brought us together in a faraway country. Our podcast is about anime, thirst, creating content, being Asian American women, and just surviving through life. Welcome back to Thirsty Leo Season Podcast. This is our first episode in a while. It is. It has been a while. Since our last recording, lots of things happened. One, that I moved to Seattle. And two, that we launched. Like, And that was a few months ago. We haven't filmed since our launch because we actually had some episodes in the bank so that we could release them properly and then now this is our official mm-hmm. episode back since we launched mm. crazy crazy it's, it's been, been what two months yeah like two months plus speaking of which colleen your voice sounds so nice <laughs> i mean i did get a new mic from my bestie Ooh. right here she gave me this beautiful road mic uh, what can Please i sponsor say? us she deserves um, it <laughs> as a christmas gift i'm so happy thank you so much eileen now we're matching yes <laughs> it's like it's so sad we're not sponsored but we're like road Road, yes, thank you. You road. there? Now my voice sounds beautiful, and then you guys can hear everything. It always sounded beautiful, and now you can just hear everything. Thank you, thank mm. you so much, Eileen. Mm. I'm so grateful for you. But how have you been, Eileen? <laughs> I feel like it's been a hot minute. I think both of us have been busy with our lives. Obviously, this podcast is like a side thing that we mm. wanted to do because we were passionate about it. So, you know, but besides that, like, we still are living our life. We're still working. We're still transitioning. We're still moving forward. So how are you, Eileen? Wow. Well, that went from like, oh, my God, it's been so long to like, Eileen, how are you doing? <laughs> it's like, it's a very, how are you really? How are you really? Um, well. Starts breaking down. Starts- <laughs> that, I mean, first of all like this episode we're going to be going into like the creative struggles and it's been a very big topic between me and Colleen because of course since the conception of Thirsty Leo season and since us launching like in between the meetings of us talking about setting up the podcast we're always talking about like the life and creative and like everything struggles that we're going through and it was so Mm -hmm. much and so big that we're like we should just make a whole episode for it Um, yes and so that's this so you might notice that the vibe is a little different and we're definitely a little bit more mellow um because it's a big topic and like we really want to take this time to be vulnerable and just share like our experiences and and hopefully connect with some other people going through the same things um yeah but in terms of how i'm doing i'm kind of going through all those things (laughs) yeah uh yeah moving to seattle uh i just found a job uh this is my new little place as you can see i'm very well decorated here (laughs) For audio listeners. For the audio listeners. Oh, no. Oh. Wow, we were in oh. sync. Oh. <laughs> the audio ahead, listeners, audio. Um, there's a smiley face posted on my wall, and that is the only decoration in my room. And it's On a piece of paper. Yes. It suffices for my mood. It it's does. telling me to keep my chin up. But yeah, mm. we'll go into that Love later. That. Colleen, how are you doing? Well. <laughs> she just took a deep breath. Yeah, the well, it's the New Year's, and uh, usually, like, before and around a little time after the New Year's, 
I do get a little anxious and mm. scared of what the new year has for me, mainly because I also put a lot of expectations on where I want to be. So it always like, like before the new year's, it's like, okay, like a, a, a whole year has passed and I feel like I haven't done anything. And now a new year is creeping up on me. I still feel like I don't know what I want to do. Mm. And that when the new year comes, it's kind of like, like, have you guys ever felt that way where it's like, oh, the New Year's here, like, I'm supposed to be motivated, I'm supposed to, like, work hard now, like, it feels like for some reason, like, the New Year's signifies that, like, all the good things are gonna come your way, you know, um, and you and have to then, be ready for it, yeah, yeah, exactly, and then, obviously, on January 1st, I woke up, and I didn't feel like doing anything, and the spark didn't ignite itself, you know, mm -hmm. like, I was still feeling crappy, I was still feeling, like, unmotivated, in fact, I was feeling probably more unmotivated than I normally do just because all that pressure was on me on the first day of the new year, you know? Mm. Um, but I allowed myself to really sit in that emotion and like just process it in a way where I, I felt like after processing it, I was ready to move forward with even more gung-ho energy, no, uh, velocity, speed, uh, direction. Uh, uh, yeah <laughs> i'm sorry guys this is early in the morning for me. Uh -huh. um yeah that's how i felt and so new year's has come i am feeling a little bit more hopeful for what it has to offer but it does scare me at the same time if you're watching our episodes in succession it, i even me like i'm thinking about it and like yeah our vibe is totally different and our and like whenever we come in together to like film an episode we're very excited especially the anime episode or attack on titan we were so hyped and this one um maybe to catch you guys up but like this has been an ongoing conversation like an ongoing vibe for us is that it's funny but she and i tend to be very synced in our highs and lows like when we're, we're like we're, we both you know like we can both be feeling like oh my god i'm feeling so creative so productive i can right. do this i want to draw this i want to stream this i want to you know all these things and then yeah we also like like glide down at the same time and yeah we've both been in this kind of down for a while and it's yeah it's bled into the new year there have been little spikes but um but yeah that's kind of like uh where we're coming into for me it's like recently um <laughs> Tell me why I just got so nervous that everything just went blank. Wait. Like, I think talking about this is like really vulnerable. It's like scaring me almost. It's scaring you know? me. Oof. Okay. We just had a moment where we we're like, wow, this is really hard to talk about. We've talked about so many things already, but like, we're because we're being so honest and vulnerable, like, both of us are drawing blanks. And that's, yeah. Yeah. But, um, we found a good topic to start on which is <clears throat> yeah. what do you think is your what is your <clears throat> biggest struggle right now creating your art colleen mm, okay so for those of you that uh, might not know i am a youtuber aspiring youtuber um i do mostly like vlogs and travel vlogs or like challenges and then around three months ago i decided that i really wanted to focus in on being a youtuber mainly because i wanted to hit the 1000 subscribers mark where i can start monetizing and so in my head i'm like oh you know like i heard consistency is key so i was like oh uh what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna start posting a video every two weeks and you know i really put my heart and soul into that i think that a lot of times people don't really give youtubers credit for that but now that i'm actually doing it and i'm starting i'm like oh wow this is actually harder than 
-hmm. it seems. Like, of course, it's, like, really glamorous, the YouTuber life, right? You get PR packages or whatever, or, like, you get money. Like, just, like, people watching your life, you know? But once I started to, like, put that schedule on myself, like, I really did feel the pressure, and I really did feel that expectation of having more views because I was putting so much into it you know mm. like in the past YouTube was like a side thing like I was like oh yeah if I have time I'll put a video and if it gets like 100 views cool but like I don't really care about it you know but the moment I set my heart to actually focus on it and pursue it I felt that pressure and expectation of wanting more views because I did put my heart into it mm. but to my surprise I actually got less views than like I normally would on my normal videos once I started posting consistently. And in a way, like as much as I didn't want to admit it, it really did make me feel insecure and it made me feel, oh, like, is my content just like not good enough? And so there were times where I would like be working on my videos and I'm like, dude, is this even worth it? Like I'm putting so much time and effort into it. Like it takes me around like three to five days to edit one video. And like, that's like taking a lot of, out of my time, you know, because yeah. I do have other things to do, like work, you know, I sometimes go to sleep or like wake up and I'm like, is this even worth it? I just don't feel like I'm being seen in that. And, and it's like, not like an intention seeking way either. It's more like a, I'm putting my art out there. I'm putting myself out there yeah. and to have people like not, it's not like they don't see it or anything, but it's like. Oh, like the feedback or the views the or the comments that I'm yeah yes and it, the it's engagement like the connection like you're putting so much time into that and so much effort like planning out the episodes, editing it, making it a certain yeah. way, then promoting it, and then yeah, engagement is awesome. <laughs> it's yes, it's, yeah, it's that connection and it's like it's that reassurance that okay, this is this is good. Like what I'm doing, like all this time and love that I've put into this matters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. And so I was feeling just really like insecure and doubtful in who I was. And I was like, dang, I wanted this, but like, tell me why, like, I don't want to even do it anymore. And that was like a major struggle for me. I remember just calling up Eileen and I was like, girl, like, I don't think I could do this anymore. Like, I don't want to be, I don't want to do YouTube videos anymore because I feel like I put so much time and effort and yet I only get like, dude, legit, like one of my videos only got 30 views. And I was like, wow. I spent like at least 10 plus hours on that. And not to, I'm not like here complaining about like, oh, right, right, I right, have right, no right. views. But I'm saying like, at the end of the day, as much as I don't want to put my identity and who I am into the views and the engagement, like it still does have an effect on me because that is something I am passionate about. I see myself having a career in. Yeah. And you need things so. like in, in like in any medium and of course like YouTube, like views and engagement and interest like directly correlates to your success. Like you it, it's yeah. not like creating things online or being being an artist online in, in general it's like your hard work and your talent and whatever time you put into something doesn't necessarily mean that you'll get the results that you want so it's not like it's directly correlated hard work equals benefit equals like a d direct deliverable that you can measure not necessarily yeah. because like you're putting yeah. in so much time and effort in 10 hours into one video and it gets less views and maybe something else and then that makes you question like is this video worse is the topic not what the people want to see is it yeah is it me like is it and it's, yeah and it, it's heartbreaking and mm -hmm. and that's um I feel that I really feel that yeah. yeah I feel like all creatives or all artists out there would understand this because I'm watching like an anime called Blue Period right now oh Eileen have you watched it I've heard of it and I need to watch it 
It's so good. A little bit about it is this guy is like, obviously he's starting out as an artist and it's really cool to see like his struggles, like being portrayed in that anime because I can relate in so many ways. Like one of the biggest things is like when you draw art, like you really are putting yourself out there. Like you're putting your thoughts and your emotions onto whatever platform or outlet you choose. And that is honestly a scary thing that I don't, know if everyone understands that but like for artists and and creatives I'm pretty sure they understand like when they create something like that's putting their heart and their soul into it and it's scary when you put yourself out there and you don't know what the results or you don't know what the feedback is going to be like it's like putting yourself naked out there and just being like this Mm -hmm. is this is what I see as beauty and like I hope you guys will like it you Mm -hmm. know yeah, And, like, the struggles he's going through is, like, everything that I'm going through. Like, in the anime, like, he slaps himself every time he, like, has, like, a bad thought of, like, him competing with others. And I'm wow. like, oh, I should, I should do that. <laughs> I should do that. Wow. But it's just very real and raw, and that's what I love about it. Maybe we can wow. do, like, a episode okay, about I'll that. Okay, I'll definitely watch it. Like, that, that wow, yeah, that I think resonates we'll with me. relate sure. to that in so many ways because for me like i'm already watching it again because of how much i loved it and how much it has inspired me oh my gosh wow eileen what do you think is your biggest struggle like creatively like right now so the reason i didn't go into this into the intro like how am i doing is because my creative struggle is so closely related with my life struggle right now like not that that no Mm -hmm. one's is completely separate but like as you said uh art is an expression thing it's putting yourself out there um and your thoughts and your ideas and who you are and I've just been in such a limbo state of who am I what am I doing where Mm -hmm. am I going for so long that it's it's drastically affected my art to where I used to draw every day for fun and it was a form of self-expression and like I drew comics or I drew whatever and it was so fun for me but then as soon as I realized I needed to work on myself and like we said I ran away to Taiwan I did a bunch of mental health work <laughs> and stuff and mm-hmm. I'm Seattle is like an extension of that like I'm just chasing this idea of who I want to be and in that like my art also goes along with that but mm-hmm. it is as unreliable as my own self-identity like you know like I don't yeah like when I just think about even this topic like my answers change every time like what is my struggle right now well if I were to break it down to minute daily things I would like to draw <laughs> every day again <laughs> simple task but then what do you draw like the the other day yeah I drew but then I was just trying to draw a little comic like I usually do and I like redrew my my own face like five times and I've never done that before like it used to just be like bang 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 I could just draw whatever but it was getting frustrating and it was getting limiting and I think it's and that's like the the mental and art block I've been in for so long and it's so tiring and it's something that I genuinely love and it brings me joy and now it's just a constant mirror of how unsure I am of myself (laughs) whoa (laughs) and then of course that means i'm not i'm not posting and i'm not and yes like and the likes or the engagement or the whatever are um they've always been i'm not necessarily in a profession i think where like unlike youtube i don't need a lot of likes per se or a lot of views to gain traction like it helps but i know that there's more avenues to like branch out and reach other audiences like it's not as important in my art even something like that where it's a nice extra added like people like what you're doing kind of thing are also taken away when I do something 
along with just my art changing over time just so a lot of stuff basically yeah a lot of things so my greatest struggle is uh probably figuring figuring out who I am and how that affects what I create and if I Mm. even want to create what I was creating before wow I totally understand that Mm. when it's hard to find like ourselves because it goes kind of back to like we do put ourselves out there in our art so then when we're struggling to even find who we are then it's like what how what can I offer because at this point inside internally I'm already struggling so much like how can I even offer anything at that point and like 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 we're just drawing blanks out here yeah and I mean even if I can even go into like where I was before before I was very Mm. like extroverted and I put a lot of my energy out to other people and so my art also like was directly trying to appeal to other people and now like Mm. after going through a lot more healing I direct a lot of my love back at myself and a lot of my attention back into me and so now thank you which has been like awesome mentally but that also Mm -hmm. means that my art now like unless I'm completely in love with what I'm doing I won't draw anything or I won't produce anything Mm -hmm. Um, because now I'm like I'm trying to put myself as the most important audience like I draw from myself and I draw for myself Um, does that mean that I can make a career out of that who's to say probably yeah if I'm drawing selfishly and like not caring about other people maybe not (laughs) and like and so maybe that maybe there is no career in this for me maybe you know like um I don't know but like I'm also in the point in my life where life is becoming more real like I'm 23 at the time of filming this um I'm off of my my mom's health insurance at a certain age I already don't have vision or dental or all these things um you know the people that I've grown up relying on like my family they're all older now you know my relationships romantic and friends like are more serious and and it's like life is changing and I'm changing Mm. and now my art also changes that's so true growing up is scary guys like I hate it I hate it here Um, (laughs) I want to go back just starts crying like this episode's just me and Eileen crying that's why we stay hydrated so that we can cry oh yeah yeah like listening to Eileen talk and then verbalizing what I'm feeling like I just want to cry right now just being honest This is a safe space. I accept all your feelings. One thing that I do want to share is that I started drawing on Procreate. And yes. So, oh my God. Uh, Colleen. Guys, guys, I'm so sorry. I don't mean to. Guys, Colleen is an artist. Holy shit. I am so, I am so floored by her. In, in the realms of me, like not drawing and being super depressed, Colleen has like, she got procreate she got an ipad i'm sorry i don't know why i'm telling your story but i'm just so excited no like she is creating and she's putting herself out there and she's trying new things colleen is my inspiration she's putting herself out there she's being so brave no i was gonna say the same thing about you girl so a little backstory uh obviously anime has changed my life i even started a podcast about this i'm so nervous (laughs) i'm really nervous talking about this just because like i just Okay, I'll get into it. Um, so a lot of the quotes have inspired me in ways that, like, I can't really explain. So I was like, oh, what's, like, a good way for me to express this? And, you know, obviously I'm a Pinterest girl. I go on Pinterest to see if I can, like, save, like, the quotes with the person that said it. As a wallpaper for my phone, maybe it's just inspire me. But I haven't been able to see like the aesthetics that I want for mm. myself. I've been wanting to get into Procreate. And then so I was like, you know what? Like, what if I just draw the anime characters 
with the quotes that have inspired me so deeply because of that i got procreate and then i started to draw like flat art is that what the style that i do i don't even know what kind of style uh, yeah flat flat, flat colors flats basically so i got really into it and i was like oh my gosh this is so much fun like it's a way for me to like relax at night after like the whole day i just like sit there and draw obviously i had to ask my senpai right here like if i was doing okay so like, i drew like three and then i was like oh so eileen i've been doing this <gasps> Oh and God. the way that she supported me and hyped me up, like I've never oh felt God. so seen by someone. You know what I'm saying? Coming from an artist, like I was like so nervous showing her. I was like, oh, it's probably, and she's probably going to look at me like. I was so <laughs> excited. Like, cause I, 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 I don't know. I don't I was so excited. And like, the thing is, is that it's Thank good. You. Like you've really good taste and good sense of style and design. And especially like the Umai design is I think one of my favorites. Um, and immediately like her just Thank trusting you. me with something she was working on. Cause like, it, that's so vulnerable already. Anything yeah. you create. And then you going into a new medium of digital art, like, and trying to, you know, and, and showing, trusting me with that. Like I was so floored. I was so touched and of course inspired. Thank you. I'm your Thank fan. you so yes. much. That just goes to show like how much like community can inspire or support mm, you because yeah. for me like I've always been doing my art or my creative side kind of on the side just because if I'm being like honest like I never feel like I'm good enough or I never feel like I can compete with people who have thousands of subscribers or like thousands of views or who have been doing it for a long time you know mm -hmm. because for me like YouTube has been kind of new I started like officially like two years ago mm -hmm. and then art I just started like two months ago I guess I don't have enough confidence in it yet mm -hmm. to like show people or like to even like bring myself into a community where that's what they do because I feel like I'm just not good enough like for me like I'm the type of person that I feel like I need to have credits and a certain amount of things to show for then I can like talk about it for me it was like I didn't have that community where people would see my drawings and be like oh this is good but you need like you can work on this like she was like Eileen was teaching me shadows and stuff and I was like oh that's so cool like I'm like like obviously I'm a newbie like I don't know anything about it and Eileen was just showing me she was like she like she like screenshot on her phone and then she like used the like you know when you screenshot on your iPhone, you could like use the little pencil. She's like, this is what you can do. do, 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 do. And she like <laughs> helped me out. And I was like, wow, thank you so much. And I just realized how important a community can be and how much I need that despite my own insecurities in my art. About that, like the, the whole thing where you feel like you're not qualified enough to either show your art or be a part of a community or call yourself an artist or anything like I think that lingers over like many people that create things and, and they sometimes even in real yeah. life they call it like imposter syndrome like you don't feel like you really are a smart person you just like you're acting like you are you feel like oh, you, you know you're an yeah. imposter yeah um, yeah but that whole thing like I feel like I need to like build up credits I hear a lot of other creatives that like we also look up to like whether it's their follower numbers or their subscriber numbers or their view numbers that echo the same things that we're echoing like we're very small yeah. they're very big but they still struggle with like numbers and engagement mm. like they're like usually my videos have 300,000 and this one had 12,000 like what happened you know for uh, for us those numbers are like whoa amazing but they yeah it's the same thing because this yeah. is kind of a new landscape for everybody and everybody is putting their hearts out there and trying new things and if depending on what the numbers are depending on what their audience if they 
are in the trend or in not the trend will also base their own self-validation off of what they've put out there and then question those things like us or feel Mm -hmm. like they're not qualified people that I look up to feel like they're not qualified to be an artist I'm like yeah so it's it's, crazy it's good to talk about these things and find out that we're all struggling (laughs) we're just all in the same struggle boat it's crazy to think that even the biggest people the biggest influencers have struggles right it just reminds us that we're all human I think a lot of times like as artists we get stuck in our head for me like it's like I get stuck in my head that I'm like oh yeah I'm not good enough I can only do this and I can only do that and I'm scared to show people my art because you know it's just kind of lame and stuff you know these things that I get stuck in my head and instead of of externalizing that and like sharing it with other people to have their support I internalize it which is very unhealthy the more Mm -hmm. I realize it Mm -hmm. but that is something that I am learning in this new year like that community I do want to build that community I think it's really hard for me since I am in a new country so it's hard for me to already step out and make friends but on top of that to like be like this is my art like you know like that really scares me because like I said art is putting myself out there But at the same time, like, I'm actually realizing that because I am in a new country, nobody know me here. Yeah. I could do whatever I want. Yeah. And that is, like, a new perspective on my art, you know? Because I've been meeting people lately and then, you know, like, I guess, like, I guess sometimes when I'm confident enough, on the days that I'm confident enough, I'll say, like, yeah, like, I draw, like, on the side. And they're like, oh, can I see? And I'm like... Uh, I don't want you to show you, but like, I can't be like, no, you can't see it. So then I'm like, yeah. And then I show them, they're like, wow, this is really good. Even them saying that, like, I'm just like, oh, it is good, huh? I guess I could see that it is good, you know? Oh my God. And like, 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 people, people are nice, you know what I'm saying? And it just shows that improves that, like, humans do need connections and the connections that are around you are gonna like lift you up and support you when you need it the most yeah or that's even, what i've been learning yeah or even like yeah you're in yeah. a foreign country and nobody knows you another cool thing is like if complete strangers another validating thing is if complete strangers like like what you do or think it's cool like they have no no obligation to like you no obligation to be your friend or say nice things right but they'll see your thing and be like oh that's cool and you're like oh because you know Thanks. it's not coming you know like yeah. oh my god uh so true you You know it's not coming from a place where it's like you're my friend you have to like it (laughs) right um and i'm not saying that that like that's any worse but like the whole idea is that you've put yourself in a place of, of it was a massive challenge for both of us to go to taiwan and you've stayed there and it's it's still very struggly but you also have an element of freedom and where you're not tied down to anything you're not tied down to your country your your social groups your friendships the old person you were nothing so True. everything you want to be, you now can give yourself permission to be. Wow. And I'm here to love every moment of that. Wow, that really hit hard. Thank you, Eileen. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, thank you. I need to tell wow. myself this too because, like, I'm in Seattle and I, I'm still tied down to it being America, of course, and everyone is in my language. But if I may share a little bit, like, for you, Just- it's like you're, you're showing your art to people and they're like, oh, it's really good. And for me, I... I've pretty much lived up my whole life like being kind of good at what I did like if I wrote something it was great like I won awards or if I drew something it was great it like received lots of praise or if I was smart or whatever or I did a lot of quirky things in college like I was a mermaid or like I was a sorority all these cool interesting things about me I'm in Seattle a place where there are so many interesting cool people 
feeling like you're special or you have something unique to you, I think helps because it feels like you have something interesting to offer and that your your experience in your life is like unique in its own way. And now that I'm coming here, like I'm meeting many artists and it's really cool mm-hmm. and I'm meeting many different people, but like suddenly all those things that I felt helped me have a stronger, unique identity. I'm like, actually in the realm of things, nobody is going to give me that consistent validation that what I have is unique because in reality once I left the rock that is my home and I moved to greater America the world is so much bigger to where like everybody is just asking to be heard for their own voice so I need to be stronger in mine and not just expect for people to find me and think that I'm a special little rock I need to really believe that I am one because I am like you are too like and we and believing in ourselves more will help us more authentically and more confidently put ourselves out there hopefully with that with less of a need for other people to validate our specialness wow <laughs> that was so insightful oh oh my gosh that's I just sorry. what i've been thinking about got goosebumps <laughs> that was so good i love this that episode. was it's a good episode that was intense i think when we started out we were a little nervous such a um, big topic so vulnerable too I think that's like one of the things that I found beautiful and amazing about our friendship is that me and Eileen can just literally like come to each other with our struggles and like right off the bat like we'll understand each other legit like every time I'm like oh my gosh Eileen like last week I was supposed to do all these projects but I just couldn't do it like everything in my body was just like no you're just gonna lay in bed and just be depressed and then she's like girl last week I'm like oh no way and then we both are just like oh my gosh it was so hard and then she's like yeah it was and I'm like but it's okay this week we're gonna get back on our feet she's like yep let's do it and we sort of like externalize it we process it together because I know she understands so then when she says these things I'm like oh yo like that's really good like just like now like she like blew my mind away I can resonate so much with every single word she said I'm like yo like I'm not alone and that's crazy and that's good so many times in our struggles like we feel like we're the only ones that feel this way so we don't want to share it so many times oh yeah like I feel stupid for looking weak or I feel stupid for like not being even able to like draw lines you know (laughs) I'm I'm right there with you I can't draw myself even (laughs) yeah like it's so good to like talk to Eileen and like share it and then overcome it together like not that we've Mm -hmm. overcome it fully but like each time I feel like I'm getting better like there's like another step back in a different way and I'm like oh no like am I gonna get through this Mm. but as I look back like each step back I've overcome and I think looking in the future like I feel like I can overcome that and we just wanted to share that with you guys like as vulnerable and as chaotic as it is we're here for you guys we feel the same way all the time oh my god it's because we started a podcast doesn't mean the struggles are gone (laughs) (laughs) no the podcast is just for us to share our struggles and yeah. And the same thing of like, will people listen? Hmm. <laughs> like, who knows? I sometimes forget people can actually listen to it. Like, I, I had uh, one of my friends back home. And she was like, oh, yeah, I was like listening to like episode three. I was like, and I, I, it's not like I was uncomfortable, but I was like shocked. Like, of course, I'd love for people to listen to it. But I like, then I'm like, wait, yeah, whatever I say on here goes beyond the cute pink and purple pastels themes that, that I really like putting it on. Like, yeah, people can listen to our thoughts. And I guess that's what the point is, isn't it? But beyond that, like there's that kind of hand that we can reach out to other people. Like this is what we're going through. You're probably 
resonating with one. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe you're, you're in the same boat as us, maybe. Should we talk a little bit about how we stay motivated in this crazy world yes. where every day is just a struggle and every breath is like so hard to take? Like the glass. next breath is glass like, down the throat. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm just like, oh my God. Like I don't want to. Wow, I don't want to make these jokes, but like sometimes I'm just like, what if I just unalived myself? And that's not a joke. Well, but it's not not really a joke. Like that's the way that you're coping with it. But like that, there's a truth in that. That you know, like there's a little grain of truth in like everything that we say. So that's how you feel, like girl. Like I, I'm here to just hug you and love you and be like, I feel you. Thank you. It's been quite hard lately. But yes, motivation. <laughs> we, wow, we, so we were, we were down the whole time and now we're gonna, we got to bring it up because the beautiful thing is that though we have been in a little slump for a while or it, our lives are just a slump at this point, there is always a little up point. You know, whether or not it's we're connecting and we're bringing each other up or whether or not like I'm talking to everybody in my close circle and then bringing myself up or just watching anime and then something that... that something a line in Gintama just hits me so hard and I'm like oh my god yeah what whatever the reason is how do we stay motivated how do we lift ourselves up and how do we keep going on Colleen tell us tell us the truth (laughs) tell us how we can fix ourselves (laughs) I'm gonna be like well for me okay so I know everyone is different when staying motivated something I found that works for me is putting pressure on myself like as bad as that sounds like I do work better under pressure if that makes sense in a way where for example I'll set a schedule like okay this week I'm gonna draw five pieces and then i'm like okay and then i push myself because i'm like okay week's ending girl you only got one or something and then like that pressure like really puts me in like work mode it like something like triggers in my brain and i'm like oh shoot i gotta work and so then like it really helps me in a way when i put a schedule on myself it really does work and also like reward systems oh what do you so for what example, is your reward? oh yeah sorry anime <laughs> But like, like I'll be like, okay, like after I do, well, this all goes for drawing. Like for example, like editing, even just work in general. I'll be like, okay, if I work hard right now, I get to watch anime later, and it will be a good time. And then, in some ways, actually, drawing is my reward. Like I only draw at night because if I do, like I get too into it, you know. And then, mm. so I, I draw at night. So that's also like my reward. But drawing, like I put a pressure on myself. I put a schedule on myself, and I'm like, okay. This is what I have to do. Another thing is, I know it sounds, it's like pretty, not cheesy, but it's like, just do it. Mm. (laughs) For example, Mm -hmm. I'm starting a drop shipping (gasps) shop. Uh, I started an Etsy shop. The quotes and the flat art that I've been doing, I'm going to be putting on like shirts, hoodies, tote bags, stickers. That's what I want to do. (laughs) Even like setting up shop was difficult for me. I don't know, maybe because I'm like not the smartest, but like. No, don't say that. there's so many things out there don't don't there is and then it's like very technical and i'm just like i started it halfway and then i stopped because i was like this is so hard another thing that was also like pulling me back was that again that fear because i put my heart and soul into this like if no one buys it or if no one wants it i'm gonna be devastated that's just who i am when i put my heart and soul into something and i feel like people aren't receiving it like i wanted to or not even just like i wanted to like just even like one or two 
spies would be great. It just feels like that's validating who I am and the per- work that I put in. Mm-hmm. I think that was another part that was like pulling me back was that like I was just scared again of like being disappointed once again. But one day in the afternoon, it was like gloomy out. I was like, I just want to lay in bed. But I was like, you know what? I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to set up the shop. And when I saw my two products, I only have two products right now. But when I saw my two products on Etsy, like I was so proud of myself. I was like, girl, you did that. And because it was like a sense of reassurance in a way, I was just like, wow, like I feel so good about it that I now am inspired to draw again. Or now I am inspired to like work hard on this shop. Despite the engagement despite the what people will say or how people will receive it i want it to be something that i'm proud of hell yeah in that moment like i didn't want to set up shop like in that moment i didn't want to look through the technical stuff i had to like look through the tags like what's popular in the seo search engine oh, i'm like i don't know you know in the midst of just like even setting up i was like feeling so like i was in such a struggle because i was like i don't know how to do this like generally i was like I don't know how to do this. I would stand up and walk around and I would like get coffee and get snacks. And then I was like, okay, okay, you can do this. And then like, just like that whole process, it was so painful. Yeah. At the end of it, I felt like, wow, like I did that. Oh my God. Congratulations. Oh my God. Colleen never, never fails to inspire me. And like, she's so brave. Like this also goes down to like how we're different as people, but like that whole mentality of just do it, seeing you just do things like really helps me. I've been there too, walking around, just getting food and getting whatever. And so many times I would just fall back into the like, I'm just not ready yet. Or I need to do more research. And I get, I fall into the trap where it's like, I'm doing research or I'm watching how other people, like how many tutorials they have about how to set up shop, how to get the best shop. And in my mind, I'm like, Mm, I'm so prepared because I'm like (laughs) I'm researching you know I'm researching the the SEOs and I feel so good because I'm like I'm so prepared I'm so ready guess what right in action bitch there's no action being done there's no doing it that is being justed (laughs) by the way just do it is another phrase like it's a Gintama meme by the way sorry that that strikes my heart where they just like just do it wow I'm speaking a language then. You are. You really are. Like, even for me, I always wanted to do, like, I wanted to do a dropshipping thingy, like, for a number of years. And I had so many little ideas here. My current thing that I'm, like, still hunting on, every few months I come back to this webcomic idea that I have, like, a line webcomic. Have I even told you about this? No. (laughs) Shit. Every, like, since how many years ago, I've always, of course, I love comics, but I've always had this web series idea, and it just keeps on going back, and I I keep on coming back to it, like, for how many times am I doing these character sheets, these whatever, like, drawing out the stories and the, the characters, but, like, why have I not started, and why am I watching so many tutorials about how to start is because I'm fucking scared. Because again, mm. I same thing as you, like, I don't know how to do it. And so I'm, but I trick myself into thinking that seeing other people do it and like learning more is helping me. But no, they all say the same thing. And you are a testament to that. Just do it. Yes, it's fucking scary. Yes, you don't know what you're yeah. doing. And yeah, like yeah. you might fail or you might whatever. And like no amount of research or whatever will prevent us getting hurt by things that are out of our control. The only thing we can do is just put ourselves out there and get better and talk to each other and support each other. And that's gotcha. all there is to it. And of course, draw or do whatever you it is it is that you do and put it out there. But I'm so scared. So that's why you give me confidence. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Eileen, for sharing that. Thank you. I think I think this ties 
into a full circle of how different me and I yeah. are, yet how compatible mm-hmm. this friendship has become mm-hmm. because of how different we are. I just want a little talk a little about it. It's like, because Eileen is, is really a researcher and she's so good. Like, I feel like anytime I have a question, Eileen got it. She's like, she, I'm like, hey, Eileen, do you want to do this? She's like, let me go right now. I was like, oh, cool. Like, I got my own Google searcher for me. You know, I didn't have to go on Google. Like, Eileen got me. You know, and for me, I'm more of a just do it type. And I feel like there's pros and cons for each personality. Because Eileen is so well researched, right? Like, she goes a into coward. it ready. No. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. No, she <laughs> go into something really ready. You really put your heart, you really put everything into it, you know? For me, because I'm such a go-getter and I'm just like, let's just do it. I just do things randomly. But on the con side is that for me, like, I sometimes go into things without realizing what I signed myself up for. Or I go into things maybe not as prepared as I'm supposed to be. You know, but I also feel like that is how I operate better because I, I get so scared and paralyzed that I don't even do research and I just end up not doing oh. it. So that that's it works for me that way. If I just do it and I'm like, oh, this is a problem. Let me solve it then when the problem does arise. Mm. And for Eileen, because she researches so much, does that ever put you in a place where you just start comparing yourself to all the people that you watch though Ooh. <laughs> how, long, how long is this podcast already <laughs> what, what minute mark are we at that whole thing where you're saying you, i get so scared and paralyzed that i don't even like that's me all the time so if ever you see me do anything if ever you even see me breathe it's because i had enough courage that day to tap and to breathe are you, are you kidding me? I'm I'm, I'm sorry. I'm laughing, but I no, understand. That's why I, I want you like to you laugh. Put what I thought into words. You know what I'm saying? You know, sometimes it's hard to for you me to verbalize my words. Eileen always says what I'm thinking, so that I just laughing because I understand. And Continue. and that is like so affirming because it makes me feel smart and special. But in reality, like I'm just validated in that way. But it makes me feel better that I don't do anything because Colleen takes all the guts for me, and I can just be the scared, per- scared smart girl in the back that's like. <laughs> That made no sense. Uh, yes, I over research things, and but the thing is, this this is a personality thing for me. I love over planning. Like we're both Leos, so we both like love planning and everything. I over plan. Mm-hmm. I overthink, even in my relationships, even in what I say. Overthink, over plan, nervous, anxiety all the time. But the thing is, oh. I've always been in a system where that works for me. In school, planning and organization is rewarded, which is why people with ADHD struggle. And why am I talking about this? <laughs> Basically, I've always been an over planner and overthinker, and that works in academics and that works in other things. But in creativity, I need to take more inspiration from Colleen. And of course, I compare, like I, I look at what other people are doing in the industry. I look at other web comics or other web series. And there's that little part of me because we hold ourselves to a high standard because we like to create top quality product and mm. top quality art. So I always see what they do and I'm like, oh, I would do this better or I would not do that or oh, what I'm going to create will be different. It will be this will be this. But all of that is just feeding into this fantasy that I have that I have something already out there and I do not No amount of planning and prepping and fantasizing and whatever will compensate for the lack of anything <laughs> will compensate for the nothingness that I put out there. <laughs> I feel like I'm just talking, but I need to I need to listen to myself. <laughs> that was that was really good. I like that. I think I understand what you're saying because I feel like I used to no, just kidding, I never researched. I'm just <laughs> <like that. laughs> But when I do see other people's stuff, 
it puts me in a very comparison mode and not to be like in, in a way where it's like ugh, like i hate them you know but it's, it puts me in like it's actually opposite where i feel like i'm nothing and i feel like i'm incompetent i feel like i'm not enough and so when i see other people and their works and i'm like well, I could never be that. Then it just puts me in a place where I don't want to do it anymore. Oh, wow. And so I realized that. And that's also one of the reasons why I like stopped going on social media as much because I was just seeing other people's like lives that mm. they put on social media and how much I wanted to be that, but I couldn't at where I was, you know? Mm. And it just put me in a place where I was just comparing myself to every single person I saw mm. on the internet, which yeah. is a very unhealthy for someone who is trying to like, put myself out there as well you know yeah and i think that we all go through that like social media is another thing entirely it's a monster and we're all on the monster i think the this is very full circle moment but it's all about balance it's all about talking to each other and balance because i'm taking a lot of inspiration from colleen of her just do itness right and she also is taking inspiration from like my prepness but of course we represent two extremes in that way like the yin and yang you know so we're compatible but we it takes a balance or even like social media like completely no social media is is also good but then you do miss out on like maybe world events or even like in my art community there's are there are funny memes or funny little things or trends that are going around that are yeah it's it's fun to like know what's going on or even see the artists that you admire and see what they're up to and like take inspiration mm-hmm. you know but then too much of that and suddenly i'm validating my hours of instagram as like i'm doing research but as re- really you're consuming rather than creating so it's all yep. about balance oh. like you know yeah baby wow. yeah yeah you just said the c to c c <laughs> instead of c. consume it instead of create So I talked a little bit about what helps me stay motivated or what pushes me forward. Eileen, I wanted to ask you, what helps you? Because thinking back on it, I realized, do you remember in Taiwan, you were able to twitch and draw like on, (laughs) like for eight hours straight and without sleep, like into (laughs) the midnight. Because that really does inspire me because like for me, like, I'm like, I'm tired. I'm going to sleep. I don't want to draw anymore. I have those things where it just stops me. But like, what keeps you going? Wow, thank you. Um, It is so cool to hear that you heard that I streamed for that long and you thought that was cool. I think it is cool, but it shows it a very bad problem that I have, which is lack oh. of control. <laughs> <laughs> And it's, it goes back to that balancing, right? Like when I was streaming, I'm not, by the way, I'm not sure if I'm going to do Twitch again. It's kind of like a big, a big thing. But when I was streaming and I loved it, I could just go for eight out, eight to 10 hours because nobody was going to stop me. And because I, if I go to sleep at 4am, no one's going to be upset. It's just my own body. Sometimes when I go into drawing, like I can just draw for 16 hours and I won't even breathe. Like, you know, because there's no control and then that means that I need to spend two weeks recovering from that one time I stayed up and those three nights I stayed up until 7 8 a.m drawing because there's no sense of balance there's no sense of this is okay you know or or there's no you know again it's really cool that you think that was cool but I know that I need more balance I need more um just as much time as I need to be alone in my room playing Genshin and being like just safe um I need to go out there and talk to people experience different things and then talk to you do things and then prepare for things and then withhold and then all those things it's balance so 
I think the thing that I'm trying to do is just strengthen that voice with myself more and be more aware and be kind to myself while also being more disciplined. The voice of like, why am I tired? Is it because did I stay up too late? Am I not, you know, or why am I irritated? Like sometimes I get impatient with people. Why? Is it because like I've been absorbing too much Instagram lately and my brain is addicted to the dopamine rush. So I'm impatient with people now or like, or what is it? You know, so just for me, it's all about the like refocusing and strengthening that voice. That's kind of a boring answer, but that's that's what I'm working on. That was really good because I think that really inspires me because sometimes like I'll draw for like an hour and be like, I'm tired or I'm hungry. Like, I don't want to do this anymore. Mm. But for you, like, I'm like, hey, did you eat yet? You're like, I haven't eaten in eight hours. <laughs> and that's because bad. I've been drawing the whole time. I'm like, dang, this girl no, is but passionate. That, that's bad. That's bad because then, like, it can become a badge. Like, even at the current workplace that I have, everybody there is very sweet. But it is a job that takes a lot of physical like work and everybody's mm-hmm. going through ailments like they're like maybe you can relate to this um wherever you are listener or you but it's like even in the academic community like I haven't slept in like three days or I haven't whatever everybody is just touting their struggles on their badges because that's all that they have and it's it leads to bad mental health bad physical health and lack of self-control and like burnout and so mm-hmm. you know burnout. so keeping yourself motivated it should be a healthy thing if you don't if you sit down for an a, for an hour and you're like oh, i don't feel like drawing but you make a promise to yourself but you know what the, the moment that i feel good about drawing i'm gonna work on that like the moment i feel better i'm gonna work on that and i'm gonna finish it if you just make that commitment to yourself that's much more healthy than f- either one forcing yourself to draw or number two drawing for eight hours and not eating you know <laughs> just being responsible i love what you said about balance so yes good things all of our struggles how we are in the slump what the slump feels like views engagement art how we stay motivated and pull ourselves up and create community and lastly moving forward this in the time of filming we are in january 2022 it is a new year and um i would love to hear colleen what is one thing you're looking forward to in the new year Ooh, 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 so many things, so many things. To be honest with you, I think we briefly talked about this in our moving to Taiwan episode where I was just feeling really depressed. I wanted to go home, the culture shock, everything. I feel like now that it has been a year, Hmm. I'm starting to get more familiar with where I am at. And I'm also starting to find a little bit more confidence in who I am. And so... One thing I am looking forward to the new year is more growth. I feel like I've done so much. I've spent so much of my time wallowing in that kind of like self-pity or like, mm. like, oh, well, I mean, you're transitioning. Taiwan, Taiwan. It was a huge, yeah. huge life move. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 Mm. It was, a, it was a lot for my little brain to handle. Now it's that I'm getting more clarity on things, <laughs> I'm meeting more people, which is something that I really pushed myself to do because I would rather stay at home by myself. So now that I'm, I'm doing more of the things that scare me, I'm starting to realize that I'm actually capable of doing those things. And therefore, it's in a way, it's giving me more confidence in who I am. And because of that, I can see myself growing even more to who I want to become. Like, in if you asked me, like, in December, I would have been like, yo, like, this next year, I don't, I don't want to go into it. But now that I am here and I'm seeing myself, like, where I'm at, 
I can slowly see myself becoming who I want to become. And therefore, I'm excited for that growth, like in a way where it's like, it's going to be scary, it's going to be painful. But at the same time, like, I'm excited to grow in that way that I want to. Yeah. So I think that's what I'm excited for. I'm excited for the new opportunities. I'm excited to do the things that I've always wanted to do in Taiwan. Oh, yeah. I'm excited for you. I'm so excited. You, you. You did your time. You, it was hard and it, it, it's yeah. not any less hard, but it's just like you're I feel like you're ready. You're ready to keep on f- moving forward. What are you looking forward to in the new year, Eileen? Wow. Um, well, 2021 was a big year for both of us. We moved to Taiwan, did a lot of stuff, came back to Hawaii. 2021 was like the year where I put Eileen forward and first for the first time and was like, what do you want? <laughs> and now this year I... I feel like that voice is a little stronger, like about what mm. I, what is it, what it is that I want. It is combined with like real life hitting me in terms of health insurance and you know COVID and all this stuff. But I'm I'm excited to move forward and just make that voice stronger. Like I have a much better idea of my personality. I'm much more in tune with like my body and my thoughts and my insecurities and my mental health and my um, even community like you. I've, I'm doing so much better in in the personal realm. And in that way, because of that, I'm relating to my outside world a lot better too. Like, wow. like even in my new job or in my new people that I meet, like I, I am not easily in, as scared or not as insecure. Or um, even in my art, like just talking to you about this, like I feel a lot more confident about it. And I, I moved, I intentionally moved my place myself to such a vibrant space like Seattle, where art and culture and people and different perspectives mm-hmm. are everywhere. To, to not worry, yeah. like I'm falling into assimilating and trying to blend in, but rather I know that I can just be myself here in the way that I could also be myself in Taiwan, you know, because there's a freedom there. There's also a freedom here as well. And I want to take full advantage of that. So my top goals right now are I, I want to just make some money. So because I want to stay in the U.S. for a little bit and then go somewhere else. So I want to make some money. I want to do art. And I need to keep reminding myself of that. I want to do art. I want to move forward. And now that I've said it out loud, I guess I will be releasing the webcomic soon. <laughs> Hopefully sooner than later. It's just I've never it's not something I've even ever said out loud because I'm so like embarrassed about it. But like it's time to start taking risks and to start believing in myself like like you do and like Eileen that was younger would have and I can be that Eileen now the Eileen that believes in myself wow that's so exciting I'm so excited for you like the webtoon thing I think is it a webtoon comic strip I'm I'm yeah I'm thinking about webtoons or tapas I'm so excited for you. I think that's like your thing. Like that's your forte. Like you're so good at that. It's so funny because Eileen didn't show us her art until like a few, like I'd say like maybe a month after we met her. And when when I saw it for the first time, I'm like, oh my God. So she's talented. She's funny. Because you started off with the comic strips, right? I did, yeah. As your main. Comics are my love. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Cause you're good at it, you're amazing. I'm so excited to see that, and I know that you'll do it in your own time whenever you're ready. But just know that people are waiting. Sorry, does that put pressure on you? Um, that makes me excited. <laughs> well, I mean, I just decided that just now this podcast. That, yeah, okay, 2022. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna definitely do the webcomic. Like, it's it's time to stop beating around the 
the sad bush. <laughs> the bush has been beat so much, there's no leaves on it anymore. We all want to do things in the new year, right? In the mm-hmm. next year, we're like, okay, I have this plan, this lined up. But like, is there anything that scares you that's that you're like kind of like worried about that's on your heart? <clears throat> Something that's been really relevant in the past few days is work. Because as you know, in Asia, the easiest job is to get an English teacher. But here, uh, you can pretty much get any job and, and make money, which is good. But I tend to wrap myself in, like, I, I have a part-time job now, and I was going to get, like, maybe a few more to make more money. Because for me, in my mind, like, that's that's an easy way to feel productive. And also, it gives me money, which is a currency, which is great. But after a long talk with someone, they were like, what about your art? Like, what are you going to do with that? And that was the elephant in my mind and in the room that I had just been avoiding because... It's hard to think about how I want to move my art forward. And it's easier to just say, I'm going to get three jobs and feel productive that way. (laughs) But no, I now know and I came to the realization this morning, like, you know what? It's good to just have one job. And I'm lucky that I can sustain my living expenses off of one part time job. I'm lucky, but I need to do I need to do the thing that will not cause me regret later and really do the art now while I still can, while I'm still young. And I'm glad that I had the support group and and important conversations to pull me out of that. Because if I sign up for a few more jobs and just been like, oh, I'm productive. And then like, oh, what, a year goes by and I haven't done anything with my art. That would scare me. That's what I'm scared of, that I'll look for an easy way out (laughs) and not do the hard thing. (laughs) Wow. Dude, that's so good. You just touched up on such an important thing that I think every artist or creative struggles because at the end of the day like yeah we still need to put food on the table and pay our rent and it's so much easier to be just like oh no like I'm working hard like I'm Mm -hmm. working three jobs and Mm -hmm. then to really just put off our passions and I totally understand you on that because I'm struggling with that a little bit too where like my English teaching job hasn't been giving me a lot of students so like should I look for another job or like mm-hmm. because drawing ain't gonna bring me any money as of now you <sighs> know too. what I'm saying me and too. same yeah. boat same boat <laughs> yeah and it's like that struggle where it's like yeah I can just take the easy way out and just be like yeah look I'm working so hard I'm working three jobs mm-hmm. and like I'm making decent amount of money it's not like we're gonna make a millionaire <laughs> three jobs you know but like it's like oh yeah I'm making money I'm like sustaining my life but at the same time it's like but what about that passion in our hearts? Ooh. What about that little thing that sets our heart ablaze yes. when we do it, you know? That's and honestly also, a struggle. And there's no, like, charted course for you to check, like, I'm definitely doing the right thing. Like, I'm definitely on my path because you're forging your own path. At a job, it's, like, it's socially acceptable and it's, like, yeah, I'm making money and this is a good thing objectively and it benefits me. For art, it's, like, this is your personal heart that you're putting out there and it's terrifying and it's scary and not everyone will even get it. And so it's terrifying. True. So that's my anxiety. But True. Colleen, what is one thing that is that you're looking forward to overcoming in this next year? Wow, the way you put it. Now that <laughs> my question, <laughs> my question is like, what are you scared of, Eileen? <laughs> that's such a good way to put it. I think it kind of goes back to what I'm excited about. As excited as I am about the growth, I'm also fucking scared of it. You know, like I'm scared. Are you laughing at my ear? I'm, I'm there with you. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Like, as much as I want to be like, yo, like, yeah, I'm just going to go out there and connect with like 10 people and like growing. I love growing. I don't think anyone <laughs> likes growing. Okay. But 
I'm scared of that. I'm scared mm -hmm. that I might give up. I'm scared that I'm gonna get my hopes up and get disappointed. I'm just grateful that I have people like Eileen and my sister and my family that that believe in me because it's scary. Like, I don't like change. I actually hate change. For me to be even here to move to Taiwan or to, like, go out and meet people, like, I'm going to be honest, every time I go out to meet people, I have to, like, prepare myself, like, two days in advance. Mm -hmm. Like, just because, like, it's, it's, it's scary for me. But every time I come back from it, whether a good or bad experience, like, it's always been a very growing experience each time. I'm so proud of you, Eileen, because I feel you. like... Stop. We can go all day with this. <laughs> the rest of the episode. Proud of you. I'm proud of you. I totally understand your struggle with the making money. Because, to be honest with you, that's realistic. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Like, we, bo we both got to make money or else, like, this podcast would not be happening. Like, what, we're going to be doing in the streets or something? I don't know. It's very realistic, but I, I love how, like, that friend of yours was saying, like, what about art? You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like so many times we get caught up in our daily struggles and, like, oh, I have to make money. But, like, what about your art? And everyone's outlet is different. I feel like everyone is artist at the mm -hmm. end of the day. Like, everyone has their way of expressing themselves. And as hard as it is, like, we're doing it. We are here to continue to lift each other up and continue to give ourselves and each other that love and support. And even just a sounding board to keep ourselves going. Yes, we got to make money. Yes, we got to be ourselves. Yes, we got to heal. And what about your art? And whatever that art is that feels right to you like i'm just here to support you and also like experience your journey with you as well like that's why i love this podcast this has been such a nice time to talk about this with you for listeners if you've listened this far thank you so much and i hope that some parts of this has resonated with you this has been such a big episode for us and we've we've really put our hearts into this one as with everything getting the chance to be vulnerable with ourselves and with each other and with you has been really nice so we hope that it's has been helped. healing well i think this is it for today's episode thank you guys for listening and thank you for listening stay thirsty stay thirsty stay motivated stay creative be the special rock in your life and don't forget to make some money but not too much to where you don't do your art too many things if you need to listen to it again just replay the episode <laughs> yeah 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 we'll see All you guys right. next time bye, bye.